everybody, welcome back to the Pub Trivia Experience. My name is Chris, and what a show we have for you tonight. Or at least, we hope we've got a good show for you here tonight. I am joined by two of my favorite people. First to my left is my lovely wife, Leah. Hey, everyone. How are you doing tonight, babe? I'm doing great, yeah. And all the way out in Huntsville, Alabama, give it up for Mr. Mike Mott. Hey, hey, how's it going? Mike, what are you drinking tonight, my friend? So, Chris, I, I got I actually grabbed this one especially for you because I was just like, I think Chris would really like this beer. It's called, uh, it's out of, oh, I just looked it up. Uh, where's the, uh, Hattiesburg, Mississippi, right? The home of uh, Brett Favre and apparently Southern Prohibition Brewing Company. This <laughs> is their, this is their Neapolitan Skyline. It is a stout with, you guessed it, strawberry, vanilla, and cocoa. Ooh, that sounds delicious. You love Neapolitan it ice cream. Does, that sounds no. delightful. Pop that open right there. See how this goes. You can smell the strawberry. Ooh. That's interesting. Oh, yeah. That's good. <laughs> you can smell the strawberry right off the bat, and then, like, the chocolate takes it over, and then the other, fl- on the, when you taste it, and then the other flavors sort of drift in. That's really good. That does sound good. I, myself, have poured myself a nice glass of Black Box Cabernet Sauvignon because uh, we still can't go anywhere and do anything because Florida. No, hold on. Let me take that back. We can go pretty much anywhere and do pretty much anything, but we're being smart and not going anywhere and not doing anything because Florida. (laughs) Aren't the bars still shut down, though? Yeah, but, I mean, like, I could still go to the liquor store if I wanted to. I'm just not going with the frequency that I used to, so. Well, sure. Like, I'm right now I'm getting whatever whatever I drink, I'm getting off a ship. It's whatever ship will bring me from the liquor store. Gotcha. So, right now it's black box wine. Part of, part of that also comes from having a five-month-old at home, so. Uh, yeah, that's true, I guess. Well, luckily, Florida still has their, um, their like, takeout laws, so I could technically call, call a bar and just order, like, a bunch of beer and have it delivered or something like that, but... Nah. That's good. It's all right, but tonight's game is going to be a little bit fun, and I'm a little bit scared. It is going to be Chris versus Mike in a special game that Leah has designed, so Leah, tell us what we're in for. Okay, so uh, this game will be played in 10 rounds. There will be one question for each player in each round with anywhere between one to 10 possible answers for each question, which I will give to you at the start of each round. So for example, um, for round one, there's going to be a question for each of you and it'll only have one answer that I'm looking for. Um, And then as the rounds go on, I'll be asking for more answers uh, depending on what round it is. Um, If a question has three possible answers, like in round three, you do not need to get the entire question correct in order to win points. However, the more answers you can get, the more points you will earn. Each correct answer will be worth five points, and then there will be a ten-point bonus given out in the second half of the game for getting all the answers in that round correct. Um, And since we have two players today, I'm going to let the visiting team, Mike, choose if you want group A questions or group B questions. Yeah, because Mike needs the advantage right now. I will tell you that um, the categories are the same um, for each round. The questions will be different for each player so that it gives you the ability to be able to talk out your answers. But the questions, so the questions will be 
different. The category is the same. And I would say that the questions and answers are um, of equal difficulty. Um, so you get to pick if you want the group A set of questions or the group B set of questions. Uh, according to the genie in Aladdin, you're only supposed to have some of column A, but you're supposed to try all of column B. So I think I'll go with group B. <laughs> nice. I'm in trouble. Okay, so let me put that in my little notes. I only memorized the answers to column B. Um, I hid these questions for you <laughs> from you so you couldn't find them. <laughs> no, well, no, Chris, actually, I'm, I'm the one that I feel like I'm nervous because you got, you know, just recently listening to the, to the episodes that were just posted and the way that, like, Leah sometimes is in sync with the way you think on questions and stuff like that. Yeah, the ones that I had no idea what the answers were, but I'm like, I don't know. It, it, exactly. Like I mean, it's not, it's not intentional. It's just a it's a it's a it's a married person thing. So to be fair, I didn't bring up the Sands Hotel. Yes, you did. Did I? Yeah, you just, pulled, I just you literally were just listing off answers and oh. like you're like it could be it's not the flamingo. It could be the Sands. Oh, so and he jumped on the Sands. And he's like, oh, the Sands is a good answer. I'm okay. Like, Son of a. See, right. so that was that was Let's me go. listing off multiple answers. Let's go. Okay. Let's not prolong my misery. Okay, so since you're, uh, Chris, you have group A of questions, you're going to go first in each round. Um, so round one, the category is bestsellers. Because this is round one, we're ha- looking for a one-answer answer. Chris, what is the only J.K. Rowling book to sell over 100 million copies? 100 million copies? That's a lot of books. Oh my god, that's a lot of books. I, I wouldn't have. Oh my god. Um, J.K. Rowling. Well, you know it's going to be one of seven. So, not the casual vacancy. Not the casual vacancy. Not the tales of Beetle the Bard. Um. So my logic tells me it's going to be one of two. It's either going to be the first or the last, right? Um. So. Oh, Lord. Okay, so using the logic from television that with the majority of television shows, more people will watch the first episodes than they will the last episodes. I guess I'm going to go because you can't really get to Deathly Hollows without going through Philosopher, Sorcerer, Stone. But, oh, God, Deathly Hollows set records on opening day sales, though. No, I'm going. I'm going with my logic. You can't get to the last without reading the first, because I've heard you say that the books are a lot more in detail than the movies are. Um, and I've seen the size of those books, and I'm willing to bet that if you just watched the movies and started reading a book five, you'd be lost. So I'm going to say Philosopher's Stone or Sorcerer's Stone. Um, I think the initial launch was in Britain, so I'm going to go with the Philosopher's Stone. And that is correct. I will give you five points for that one. I, when I read this, I was like, this is the exact same logic I would use. It is, it's either going to be the first or the last. I'll take it. And I had written down Philosopher's Stone, but honestly, I would have given you Sorcerer's Stone too. Okay, so Mike, um, your bestseller's question is very similar. What is the only Charles Dickens novel to sell over 100 million copies? Hmm. So Charles Dickens' best-selling novel... Uh, I, I, I mean, there's so many different ones that pop into my head, but I feel like the, I feel like the most likely answer is probably a Christmas Carol. So I'm going to say a Christmas Carol. Oh. What? 
I want to take a guess, but I don't get bonus points if I get it right, right? No. Okay. Um, A Christmas Carol is incorrect. Can I say my guess anyway? You can tell me your guess. So I'm going off the logic from a couple of episodes ago, um, and it was how uh, Don Quixote was the most popular selling book of all time. So if I'm thinking about this, I'm thinking it's a book that that schools are buying. And to me, that's going to bring me to two Dickens books. It's going to maybe three, maybe Copperfield. But I don't remember Copperfield being as prevalent. No, it's either way. Great Expectations or Tale of Two Cities based yeah. on that. And I would go with use if I'm using this logic, I would go Tale of Two Cities just because there was a Garfield movie that was loosely based on that title, Tale of Two Kitties. <laughs> that that was my second guess. The correct answer is a Tale of Two Cities. You sure I can't get five points for that? You cannot. One point. No. I'm going to need these points later. No, I would have okay. guessed the Christmas Carol as well because I would have thought that a lot of kids would have that one and uh, people would not have. I, I, I was honestly thinking because it's much shorter and it's a little bit more of a populist type of right. you know thing. But Yeah. Okay. Um, so after round one, Chris has five points and Mike has zero. Okay, so round two. Um, there will be. I am looking for two specific answers for these questions since this is round two. There are only two answers that are correct. Um, but if you only give me one, you'll get points for just that one. Um, so, Chris, periodic table. What are the only two elements on the periodic table that start with the letter S, but whose chemical symbol does not? <laughs> Crap. Um, okay. you, love, you love chemistry questions. That starts with the letter. I, I'm not so no. I like chemistry again. We live in Florida, which is an ass backward state. Chemistry is not a required science here, so I've never taken a chemistry class. I took Earth and space science instead, um, which actually was like just a meteorology class. It made no sense. Um, okay, so periodic table begins with S. So I'm going to go with silver as one. Oh God. Oh, I'll never hear the end of it if I got that wrong. The only other two that come to mind are sodium and sulfur, and I don't even know if they're on the periodic table. I'm going to say sodium. And you are correct. Are you kidding me? Yeah, silver has AG, and sodium is NA. Ooh. I assume sulfur is like SU or something like that. I have no idea. I'll take it. Sulfur's just S. Oh, just S. Okay. Okay, so Mike, your periodic table question is... What are the only two elements whose symbol starts with the letter O? Uh, oxygen uh, is the low-hanging fruit. Oh, uh, man, there's a second one? Um, well, okay, we know that an unobtainium exists. Is there an obtainium? That was just a little avatar human fruit for everybody. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, the chemical symbol starts with O? Yes. The chemical symbol starts with the letter O. Okay, well, we've got, we've exhausted just O by itself. Um, so now I'm just going through the letters of the alphabet. Oh, um, is there an O-R? Or an O-S? Um, oh, um, no, no. <laughs> yes, O, that's what we're looking for. Right, 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 right. No, I briefly got the Z, and I was like, ozone, and I'm like, no, that's O3. Um, I regret choosing group B. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. I don't think okay is a... Um, no, but OMG is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, is it one of those... 
just trying to think if it's one of those later elements. Um, ah, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I'm going to bow out. I, I got oxygen. I don't know what the other one is. Okay. So your correct answers are oxygen as O and osmium as OS. Osmium. Osmium. Oh. I wasn't really sure OS. how to pronounce that one, but it's OS. To be fair, I, I would not have even gotten oxygen. It would not have crossed my mind. Yeah, and I didn't even know how to pronounce the osmium one, so I was like, okay. Chris, I'll tell you what's funny. I was going through yours, and I thought of sulfur and selenium and not silver and or sodium. <laughs> and I was – because I was just – and I even got to tin, which is SN, because I was like – anyway. Well, sodium, I was like, I'm pretty sure I had a question that I thought the answer was bleach and ended up being salt or something like that at one point in time. Yeah, and it, ACL, right? Yeah, and then like, okay, NA, I'm assuming that might be sodium, because I thought it was like sodium bicarbonate, but neither here nor there. Let's go. Okay. Jeez. Kicking my butt so far, Chris. Yeah, so round two, Chris picks up 10 points, and Mike picks up five points. On the board. So, question, yeah, you're not quite in a cellar dweller that I am, because that's (laughs) what I am, because I have the least winning percentage of anyone in the pub trivia experience, Um, so I am the cellar dweller. That's why I like writing the games. Um, Okay, so round three. Uh, The category is Oscar winners. So because this is round three, I'm looking for three um, answers, specific answers. So Chris, your question is, what three movies did Meryl Streep win her acting Oscars for? And as a disclaimer, this can be best actress or supporting actress. Shit. (laughs) I thought this one was going to be an easier one. I really want to be able to steal. Oh, God. Oh, man. Okay, so I think she won it for the... Is it the Iron Lady? Is that what it's called? Uh, Yeah, I'll say the Iron Lady is one. Greatest actress of of our generation. And I don't see many of her movies. I... Oh God! Um, what would she have won for recently? She was nominated for the post, but she didn't win for the post. She's nominated for everything. I'm pretty sure she was nominated for freaking Julie and Julia for God's sakes. The Iron Lady is the only one that's coming to the top of my head. There's two more, and I'm gonna kick. I am gonna kick myself when I hear him. I really am. But I don't know that. Oh my god! I just wrote a freaking movies game. How do I not know this answer? But I'm gonna go with the Iron Lady. Like I don't. I, the Iron Lady is the only one that comes to mind. I don't even know if I'm saying that that name of that movie right. So okay, so you're just gonna guess one? No, I might as well guess three. Iron Lady. Yeah, you don't. Oh, I also did. You don't lose points for incorrect guesses. Yeah, Iron Lady, Julie and Julia, and the Post. Even no, she didn't win it for the Post. What else has she been in? Oh my gosh. I'm going to make you say final answer at the end. The post. Fine. The post. Okay. Chris, so, she didn't She didn't say they all had to be this century. I could. I, dude, I, I, no, I didn't. I, I'm. Mm. Okay. So your correct answer is the Iron Lady is one of them. Uh, that's the only one you got. So there's another, there's, there's one from the eighties and I'm going to kick Mike, myself. do you want to take a guess at, at any of them for bragging points? She, she she won supporting for Kramer versus Kramer and then best actress for Sophie's Choice. Sophie's Choice. That's the one I couldn't get. That was 80s, right? 82. Yes. 1982, Sophie's Choice, Iron Lady was 2011, and Kramer versus Kramer was supporting actress in 1979. Damn. All right. That's 
That's okay, Chris. Watch. She's she's gonna completely stomp me on the on on mine. So. Um, okay, so Mike, your uh, Oscar-winning uh, question is: What three movies did Daniel Day-Lewis win his acting Oscars for? Are you freaking kidding me? So you oh, guys should have switched, maybe. Oh my god, yeah. I know all. I know this. Well, that's what makes the categories. I mean, it's all random. Like you just don't know if you're going to get Group A or Group B. See, and this, and this is great, Chris, because I'm going to struggle with this one. Um, my left foot was his first one. That one I know. Um, Lincoln. Okay, obviously Lincoln. Uh, all right. He obviously didn't win for Last of the Mohicans. He didn't win for. Uh, I don't think he won for There Will Be Blood. Um, at least with Daniel Day Lewis, I've only got like ten movies to choose from. It does make it uh, a lot Chris, easier. Yeah, Chris had a much, uh, much larger uh, pool to choose from. All right, so I'm, I'm def- I've definitely got my left foot. I've got Lincoln. Um, did he win for Gangs in New York? Uh, he didn't win for uh, Phantom Thread. I don't think he won for um, oh the one he was. It was the uh, period piece that he was. A was it Age of Innocence? Whatever. Yeah, whatever he was in. It was like right after early '90s. I never saw it. He didn't win for There Will Be Blood, did he? All right, who would have won that year? All right, yeah, I guess I'll say I guess I'll say there will be blood as as his third. Okay, you're correct. I hate you. Okay, your correct answers is uh, My Left Foot in 1989, There Will Be Blood in 2007, Ooh. and Lincoln in 2012. Nice job. Yeah, he was up for. Ironically, he was up for the one that I would have thought he would have really won would have been for Bill the Butcher for Gangs in New York, but he was up for Best Actor that year, not Supporting Actor. Well, all of these were all best actors that yeah. he won. But even Gangs in New York, he was up for best actor, and I think he lost to Adrian Brody for The Pianist. Oh, well, yeah, because it kind of depends on who you're up against. Too. But he wasn't the lead in that movie. <laughs> yeah. Leo was the lead. But he was also the only thing you remember from that movie other than Cameron Diaz. Oh, yeah, but, but not that, for a good reason. No. Isn't that movie like almost three hours long, too? Yes. Gotta love Scorsese. Bre- brevity is not the the... Uh, soul of Scorsese's wit. No. Okay, so in that round, uh, Mike picks up 15 points, Chris picks up five, and so after three mm-hmm. rounds, um, we have a tie score with 20 to 20. My, how the tables have turned. The pupil has become the teacher. <laughs> I think you guys are going to do well in this round. Um, so round four is presidents. What four presidents had the first name of William. Oh, he's writing them down. Yeah, so there's um, William Henry Harrison, William Howard Taft, William Jefferson Clinton. So what's the other one? So there's Washington, Adams, Jefferson, Madison, Monroe, Adams, Jackson, Van Buren, Tyler, James. Now, Chris, you understand by reciting the names of the presidents, you're probably helping me for this. Yes, that's why I stopped saying them out loud. <laughs> yeah, I should have, if you guys haven't caught on yet, the answers could be very similar. <laughs> I'm already writing down George's and John's. (laughs) Oh, McKinley. Isn't William McKinley? So, yeah, it's going to be William Howard Taft, William Henry Harrison, William Jefferson Clinton, and is it William McKinley? I think it is William McKinley. That's what I'll go with. Um, So, yeah, so that's correct. So your four presidents are um, Harrison, McKinley, Taft, and Clinton. Nice job. Okay, Mike. 
Um, as as you might have predicted, um, your question is: What four presidents had the first name of John? Okay, I was actually kidding. I I wasn't writing them down, oh. but I guess I probably should have been. Um, Come on. So let's see. We have two Adamses: John and uh, John Adams and John Quincy Adams. It's Paul Giamatti um, and Anthony Hopkins. Thank you very much. <laughs> Correct. Right. Uh, let's see. John John F. Kennedy. And I got to do the same thing Chris did and, we'll, and walk my work my way through them here. And you can talk yours out. Yep, we had back. To, let's see, we had back to back. Uh, we had back to back Jameses, and then we had a and that was John Quincy Adams, Jackson Buren. Oh, John Tyler, who still has living grandchildren, tenth president of the United States. That's crazy. He's still the, yeah. His grand like he's got he had kids in his like seventies. Is that not the one you told me from Hamilton that his ancestors were in Hamilton? No, John Tyler's not in Hamilton. No, but okay. There was one that you said we were. I was watching Hamilton this morning. And you said, "Oh, there, an- this person is the ancestor of." So, okay, yeah, never mind. Okay, so your your answers are uh, John Adams, John Quincy Adams, John Tyler, and John F. Kennedy. That was giving me my chance to make up ground, and I just. I didn't throw away my shot, but Mike didn't throw away his either, so. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Well, I knew that one was going to be an easier one for you guys, just in case you struggled in other categories. Just <laughs> damn. If we know nothing else, we both can name all the presidents, so we have that going for us, which is nice. Yeah, and I tend to always write easier games, but you just never know. Um, okay, so. Round... How many presidents have been named Barack? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Let me think about that one. <laughs> okay, so uh, round five is in musical acts. Um, so Chris, your question is, who were the five original members of the Jackson five? And I say original members as in the, the, the group went through various names. Um, but there were five that were part of the Jackson five. I only need their first names from 1965 to 1975. So that was like the reign of like the Jackson five name. I love this question. (laughs) Okay, I'm gonna go with. Uh, so I think Michael is obviously one of them. Um, I think there's one like Jer- Jermaine or Jerome. So I'm just gonna play the odds here and name both of them. Um, Mike is over there just like spinning with joy. It's bothering me that I can't come up with the fifth one. I got four. Um, I'll go with Randy Jackson because he was on American Idol, and that's a logical reason because he has something to do with music. I don't believe, I'm almost confident Janet was not one of them, and the last one I'm going to go with is Tito. Tito Jackson. Okay. Well done. So. Is that sarcasm? Well, so you. No, you got three out three out of five. I'm... Yeah. So your correct answers, the original members of the Jackson Five were Tito, Jermaine, Woo-hoo. Michael, and then the other two that you could not come up with were Jackie and Marlon. Yes. Yeah, no chance. No, I would Sorry, never. Sorry, I got it. all. I got all five. I was like, <laughs> I, I knew Marlon, and I was like, I think the other one might have been Jackie because it was like Jackie Jackson. So that's why I wrote down. How messed Sweet. up is this? You could have asked me for the Spice Girls, the the New Kids on the Block, or the Backstreet Boys, and I would have got all five of those. They are all ones I considered, but I thought it would be too easy. And Chris, what terrified me was I thought I w- I was concerned she was going to come back at me with the Backstreet Boys, and I was going to be screwed. 
Okay, so Mike, your question is, I'm, it's funny how you guys got these these questions too, because I, I was like, every time I wrote a category, I was like, it could go either way. And this is one that I'm actually, it's just funny um, the way the cards landed. Okay, so your question is, who are the five members, I only need first names or last names, of One Direction? Oh, I'm so happy. So, so happy I got the Jackson 5. I cannot name a single. Uh, was Harry Styles one? Maybe he was part of something. And I will take uh, first names or last names. So, uh, all right. I will say in that case, I will say Harry, George, Tom, Dick, and Beelzebub. I know nothing about. Them. <laughs> okay. Well, this is a category where Chris picks up some points. You did get Harry Styles correct. Um, the other ones you were looking forward, uh, I assume it's pronounced Niall, N-I-A-L-L, Niall Horan, Liam, yeah, Liam Payne, Louis or Louis Tomlinson, and Zane Malik. Zane's the only one other one I've heard of. I feel like Niall Horan has songs on the radio and so does Zane Malik. Those are the ones that I've heard. I've seen them on my, um, on, come up on my, um, Sirius XM, their names before. I've actually heard of the name Zayn Malik. I have no idea why. Uh, yeah. And then <laughs> Harry Styles was the one in Inception that went crazy and tried to kill everyone in the in the not Inception the no, uh, yeah, Dunkirk. Dunkirk yeah Dunkirk yeah he was the one in like that metal one of the ones in the metal one that was trying to get people out yeah and honestly he's the only one you really need to know because he's the one who's like in the news and stuff the rest of them I don't yeah. think people care as much about. Uh, honestly, the fact that I even pulled up that One Direction was in fact the band that. <laughs> the group that Harry Styles was once a member of was a minor miracle. Yeah. That I can't me. even name One Direction song. I know they existed. They were a thing. Yeah. That really helped me. I'll take it. Yeah. So that puts uh, Chris up by 10 points. And also it means that Mike does not like it when we write music questions. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that takes us to the halftime. There's no halftime question, but I will give you a score update. Um. So going into the halftime, Chris has 55 points and Mike has 45 points. Thank you, Jermaine or Jerome Jackson, whichever one I got points for. Jermaine. And Tito. <laughs> and Tito. I got and, Tito. Yeah. That that was a hell of a pull right at the end. I thought I didn't think you were going to get there on that one. Okay. And then that means we're going into round six. So for our next five rounds, um, if you are able to complete your round, you will get a bonus 10 points. Because Ooh. there because there's more correct answers that you need to get. We wanted a little more incentive for being able to finish it. Um, so, I might need it. Yeah, so for round six, um, I think you guys are going to do well in this category as well. The category is games. So, Chris, for your question, name the six murder weapons used in the classic game of Clue. Okay, so I've got four written down here that I'm pretty confident in. So I'm pretty sure one is a gun or a pistol. Um I'm pretty sure there's a pipe. I know there's a rope. I think there's a wrench, although don't write wrench down as a locked-in answer yet. And as I was saying, those are just another one popped into my head and it just left. Um, there has to be a knife or a dagger of some sort, so I'll say knife. I'm hoping that if I say knife and it's a dagger, you'll still give me credit for it. Um, rope. I've got rope. I've got pistol. I've got... A pipe, I've got a wrench, I've got a knife, and I'm pretty sure there's a candlestick. 
and I can't think of any other reason there'd be a candlestick. The only reason candlesticks come to my head in Clue, and I don't think there's a candlestick room, and I don't think there is a character named Mr. or Mrs. Candlestick, so I will lock in with those six and just hope I'm right. Okay. Lock. Well, your correct answers are a revolver or a gun. I've seen it written both ways. It's an officially a revolver, but yeah, it's a type of gun. Candlestick, lead pipe, which I'll give you credit for pipe, rope, wrench, and then dagger. Oh, so dagger God. knife, yep. So you get um, 30 points plus a 10-point bonus for completing it. So you picked yes. up 40 points that round. Nice job. Oh. And uh, Mike, hopefully you'll appreciate this question as well. Um, your question is, what are the names of the six pieces in chess? Oh, thank God. Jesus. I was, I was sitting here like, what, I was sitting here like, I know Chris is right off the bat, so what are you gonna, what are you gonna do to, was, uh, what are you gonna throw at me on this yeah, one? Like, so name from, the, uh, name the set, the, the seven color prop, the, yeah, the six color properties you could land on before free parking, or the first five color properties of Monopoly or something like that. Chess? Oh, there, there's there's only four uh, four color properties you can land on before free parking, um, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, from left to right on a chessboard, as you're staring at it, we have the rook, the knight, the bishop. Okay, I don't actually know which one is the king and the queen on the left to right thing, and then the pawn. Yeah, so your correct answers are king, queen, rook, bishop, pawn, and knight. So there's there's 22 properties on Monopoly board. So there's. I know, but I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna argue Mike on this one. Uh, on the Baltic, Mediterranean, Oriental, Vermont, Connecticut on the first row. Yeah, and then free parking should have six colored properties: three purples no. and three oranges. In a railroad. No, because there's there's only the uh, magenta and then the orange or whatever you want to call that. Don't argue with the colorblind kid about colors. All right, <laughs> you're right. Sorry. Does someone need to pull up a picture? There's there's St. Charles states uh, and uh, Virginia. Virginia, and then there's uh, what is it? St. James, James, Tennessee, and New York. Yeah, six. So there's 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 three colors. No, okay. I was talking about the number of colors, not the number of properties. Oh, sorry. I was saying there was there are six there are six colored properties between jail and free parking. Is what I, I meant to say. You, you, you're you're correct. Yes. Sorry. Yes. I thought you were asking how many colors, not how many properties. You're I wouldn't. Right. I couldn't tell you how many colors there are. <laughs> I'm yep. assuming there's. Uh, I'm sorry. Two, four, I'm, an, I'm an insensitive prick. Anyway, I'm sorry. Sorry, Leah. <laughs> <laughs> now we have our episode title. Here we go. <laughs> okay, so we're going into round seven, and the category is countries. And this question is sponsored by Britannica.com, because that's the website that I went to to do some research on this question. Okay. And for some of these, I didn't know if they were going to be, like, controversial. So if I thought they were controversial, I put where my I cited the questions from. Okay, so countries. So, Chris, your question is... What are the names of the seven countries that make up Central America? Scribble, scribble, scribble. Okay, so there's seven of them. So I've got um, Nicaragua, Panama, Costa Rica, Guatemala, and is it is it El Salvador or San Salvador? I think the country is El Salvador. I think the capital is San Salvador. So I'll go with El Salvador. And there's two more. Um... Oh my lord. Okay. Um Panama, Costa Rica, Guatemala, Honduras. Oh my god, there's one more. I've gotta pull out my notepad, hold on. If it had teeth it'd bite me, what the hell is it? Okay, don't make me sit here and go through every damn country on the planet. Oh my gosh. 
Ain't nobody got Give you a hint, Chris. Between me and Steven, I was the one that named this particular country in the list episode. Don't give him hints. He can get the whole thing, the bonus and stuff. Well, Mike doesn't realize I edit every episode, except I don't. Um, also, I have a terrible memory, so I have no idea what that answer is. Okay, Honduras, Guatemala. It's in the middle. I'm missing the one in the middle. I feel like it's the one in the middle. I've got the north end and the south end. And now all I can think of are South American countries, and it's none of those. Um, and I run the risk if I don't get this right. Mike gets all of his and flips us 15 points, and that's scary to me. If it helps, Chris, it's a geography question, so you know the likelihood of that is probably fairly slim. The category is countries, not geography. <laughs> I was very specific. <laughs> I didn't want to scare you away with using the word geography. Fair, fair point, fair point. God, um, it's not coming to me. I don't know, um, and I don't want to give it no answer. But everything that's coming to me right now is an island off the coast. It's not going to be one of the ones in Central America. Oh, I hate doing this. I hate not giving an answer, but I don't I don't have it. Just just go. I don't have it. Okay. So your correct answers are Panama, Costa Rica, Nicaragua, Honduras, El Salvador. So you got that one. Guatemala, and the one you couldn't get was Belize. Belize. Ah the little one. That one in El Salvador. Little little countries. Okay. So you uh. picked up thirty points that round. Not bad, not bad. Um, and then, Mike, your question is, what are the seven countries in the world that start with the letter U? All right. So I got uh, Uruguay, um, Uzbekistan. Uh, I'm assuming the the doesn't count. So I'm assuming United States of America. Yes, I'm not counting the word the in any of these. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Union of Soviet Socialist Republics is no longer a thing. Um, oh, Uganda. Uh, <laughs> oh, no way, right? You're not. This no. is tough. No. Yeah, I'm. Cu- I, I'm. I don't want to get hung up on whether we're considering Ulster as an alternate name for Northern Ireland. Uh, this was the list of the names according to Britannica.com when I looked up the official, well, what Britannica.com, which was updated regularly, what they consider the names of countries. I'll throw this out there. If 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 you want to answer that question for him right now, I'm not going to be opposed to it. What was your answer? Or what did you ask about? I, I said, are they I said are they calling Northern Ireland Ulster? No. Yeah, I okay, didn't I, so. didn't, I didn't think so. It's just I have heard it as an alternate name. I don't remember if it's the entire country or just a region region within it. But um, anyway, all right. Let's see. The United Kingdom isn't a, isn't a country. It's a whatever, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. I don't think. Um, I'll write that one down just in case. It, just in case I'm wrong about that. Uh, all right. Let's see. Ukraine sitting here going through. Former Soviet republics here. Ukraine not weak. Ukraine strong. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's five. I need seven. This is a seven. 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 Right? Yep. Seven. Seven. Um, I I did the I did the hand thing. You okay. See it. Perfect. I pictured you doing it. So. All right. Let's 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 spend a little more time in Africa. All right. All 
Sorry, should Uganda. Um, oh, uh, United Arab Emirates. Okay, so that is six. Chris, Chris is probably sitting here like dancing. He probably knows all of them. Um, I was celebrating because I had two on my list that you didn't have, and then you got them both with your last two guesses, so I'm not happy right now. <laughs> Fair enough. You can leave North America, South America. Let's go through Europe. Anything I'm also, anything I'm missing in Europe? All right, I, I just to just so y'all know, like how difficult it can be sometimes to live with my mind. <laughs> some I, at at some point I got to up the the word uptown, even though I know it's not a country. But now I've got Billy Joel singing in my head uptown. while trying to countries. Yeah, it, and it's very very distracting and annoying. Oh man, ah oh, la, 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 la. you you you. I want to talk about me. <laughs> Sorry. It's the wine. <laughs> Is this how you get when you get wine drunk? I don't think there's another stand that's a U. Um, Is there another United? I'm a little hung up on whether... Uh, I don't want I don't, I don't to do... I don't want to fall back on... on whether United Kingdom is considered a country or a collection of a couple countries until I have For what it's worth to me, United Kingdom is a country. It's the, okay, That's mean, the one that I have that you don't. So unless there's something else that I'm missing. This is a collaborative effort. This is not collaborative, but that's, I, I get where he's coming from, where it's like, is it or is it not? It's like, is it, well, is, is that exactly, is, is England a country or is it part of the United Kingdom, which is the country? You know what I mean? Um. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to have anything better. So that's that's what I'll 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 put in. Uh, I have the uh, my final answer: the United States, the United Kingdom, the United Arab Emirates, Uruguay, Uzbekistan, Uganda, and Ukraine. Okay, that's seven out of seven. Nice job. And again, this is from Britannica.com. They are the ones that put United Kingdom as the official country. But I've also heard like England as a country and United Kingdom as the country. I've heard it both ways, but the, the Britannica.com considered United Kingdom as the name of the country. That, that was that was where I was hung up. And, and and for what it's worth, Chris, I probably would have just hemmed and hawed for another five minutes and locked in with that anyway. So, so I'm on the UN's website. I'm going to look at their member recognized countries of the U. Uganda, Ukraine, UAE, the United Kingdom of Great Britain, Northern Ireland. Oh, hold on. They have an eighth. It is called the United Republic of Tanzania. Even though everyone calls it Tanzania. Okay, well, this is from Britannica.com, <laughs> as I cited at the beginning. No, I was just curious to see if the UN recognized the UK as its own country or England as a country. So they have it recognized yeah. as the United Kingdom. So I feel better in that. Okay, so by picking up 45 points with the bonus in that category. Freaking Belize. Like, that was my nightmare. I said that. That was my nightmare. Okay, so um, after that round, uh, Mike picks up uh, 35 points plus the 10-point bonus. So we're adding 45 points to his total. That will bring him to 130 points. With that, he has lapped Chris for the first time all game. Uh, You're at 125, and he's at 130. So chasing five. Okay, I can live with that. Here's where the rubber really hits the road, because these, these last three are going to be fun. Yeah, there's a lot a more. Um, <laughs> and I will tell you that I had I had trouble with the, the round eight, um, so I enlisted some help. Um, so this category is called Mr. Lister's Food Opinions. 
So this category is food. Crap. I believe both yep. of these are equally difficult or equally easy, I guess. So, Chris, your question is, I need you to list me the eight best-selling condiments in the United States. Well, let's start with the easy one. So ketchup and mustard are going to be on there. Is mayonnaise a condiment? I would assume mayonnaise is a condiment. So I'll say mayonnaise as well. Mike, I believe there's an episode of Seinfeld where they talk about salsa being the best-selling condiment at that point in time. So I'm going to say salsa. Mainly because it's fun to say salsa. People like to say salsa. Salsa. So when I think of condiments, I think about like going back and putting stuff on a hot dog. Is relish considered a condiment? What about sauerkraut? Is that considered a condiment? I don't even know. Uh, yeah, I'll put relish on there just because it's the equivalent of salsa, I would think. What else is considered a condiment? Is guacamole considered a condiment? Like, you dip it, you dip chips in guacamole, same way you dip chips in salsa. I don't dip chips in, in freaking mayonnaise, though. They should. I do Cheez-Its in mayonnaise, and it's actually really good. That is disgusting. <laughs> That's my gross uh, food. That is disgusting. That oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Um. So I've got five listed so far. i got to take two more flyers. I've got ketchup, mustard, mayonnaise, salsa, and relish. So, I mean, you can get guac on a sandwich. You can get chips and guac. So, I'm going to say guacamole. After guacamole, though, my lord. Uh, <laughs> this is tough. This is a pain in the neck. Oh, man. Um, okay, so there's guac. What would be after guac? Assuming guac is even on there. Like ranch dipping sauce, but I think that's more of a dressing than anything else. I don't think of it as a condiment. I don't remember getting ranch sauce on my... Sandwiches, but I live in the South, so it's a real possibility. <sighs> Man, okay, what else do you put in a hot dog? Maybe there's two different kinds of mustard on there. Maybe there's like spicy brown and regular mustard. No, there's both mustard. If I if I get if I use a space on spicy brown, I'd get pissed at myself if it's not on there and mustard was and it was all the same. I'm just I, I'm trying to think of like what's in our um. What about sour cream? Is sour cream a condiment? It's more so a condiment than, say, cottage cheese. Although I don't know what I would put sour cream on, aside from a taco or nachos. But it's more of a condiment than cheese would be. It's more of a condiment than, like, sliced onion or chopped onion would be. More of a condiment than garlic or anything like that. So, yeah, I'm going to go with sour cream. So my answers are going to be ketchup, mustard, mayonnaise, salsa, relish, guacamole, and sour cream. Is that only seven? You oh, God, I did you eight? Yep. Oh, <laughs> it took me forever to get the sour cream. I know. <laughs> okay. Um. So I'm thinking stuff that's spreadable. What What do you spread on something? Maybe jelly. Maybe jelly is a condiment. Um. I put cream cheese on a bagel. Maybe it's cream cheese then. I put cream cheese on bagels. I put butter on a bagel though, and butter's not really a condiment. Maybe it is butter. Jeez. No, it can't be butter. Can it be butter? <laughs> is butter a con- Butter's got to be a condiment. Yeah, I'm going butter. So I'm going to go, hold on. I'm going to go ketchup, mustard, mayonnaise, salsa, relish, guac, sour cream, and butter. Okay. I feel like we needed to look up the definition of condiment in order to, to work through that question a little bit. Right. Um, 
So according to, I don't know what website this is. Oh, Wikipedia. A condiment is a spice sauce or preparation that is added to food, typically after cooking, to impart a specific flavor, to enhance the flavor, or to complement the dish. I feel like all my things complement dishes. Okay. Well, the top eight best-selling ones, according to Mr. Lister's food opinions, are mayonnaise, ketchup, salsa, mustard. So you got 20 points there. That's the end of my points, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> the ones you did not get, uh, Miracle Whip. That's mayonnaise. That's, that's I wanted to chime no, in when you were saying. Miracle Whip is definitely a different thing. Yeah, but when you were saying, would spicy mustard and mustard be on there? I wanted to chime in. But then I was like, if I t- told you the answer to that, I think no, it's too similar never, to Miracle Whip and Mayo. So I, I never would have gotten a Miracle anything. Whip. I just, I never would have got. I, I've never even had Miracle Whip in my life. Me either. I've just seen it in the carton or the thing. Um, and then the other three were hot sauce. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Tabasco sauce. Those are two different things. Yes. And then horseradish. Horse. Radish sauce. Radish sauce. Okay, I can't be upset. Those all make sense. I don't know who eats horseradish sauce because it's nasty, but <laughs> it, it, it's funny because I would have guessed. I think I would have guessed Tabasco sauce and horseradish, but I would not have guessed that hot sauce was a separate thing from Tabasco sauce. Yeah, I wouldn't either. But is it butter? <laughs> is it okay? Um, don't, so... don't make fun of my process, okay? No, I like. It. I think it was very cute. Um, okay, so Mike, your Mister Lister's food opinions question is. List the eight most common ways to cook an egg. Ooh. Are you freaking kidding me? I still got to come up with eight. This is, uh, okay. So I, okay. So scrambled, fried, hard boiled, soft boiled, uh, poached. Probably is on there. I mean, I don't know if omelet is like considered a way, way to cook an egg or more of a use of an egg. I'll write it down, but I don't really think that's going to be an answer here. Uh, let's see. I mean, sunny side up's a variation of fried. I got to have eight, huh? Eight yep. different ways to cook an egg. I mean, I'm fairly confident in those first five, and this is the the, the really disturbing part is that is that eggs are one of the few things that I'm the designated cook for in our house, <laughs> and I don't cook them any ways outside of the ones I've already listed. <laughs> um, well, huh? I mean, I guess I can leave omelet in there. I mean, is is frittata considered a different way to cook an egg? It might be. I'll write it down. That's that's seven, sort of. Two are kind of half-assed, but uh, let's see. And then... At this point, you're still gaining on me, so I don't feel too bad about <laughs> well, it. Well, regardless, but I, you know, even though I don't think I'm going to get all eight, I kind of just, I want to at least try. Um, I don't, just giving you crap. No, yeah, no. I, I, I would expect nothing less. I will fill the time by mentioning that I've opened another beer. This is a, a brewery that I've had before, uh, the Black Warrior Brewing Company. Uh, this is their River Fog New England IPA. Uh, this is actually kind of weird because it's got a good flavor to it, but I feel like – I don't know if it was just this batch or what, but there's it's very heavy on the carbonation, so it kind of overwhelms it a little bit. But I do like the flavor of this beer, so hmm. it's probably one that I'll try again and just wonder if maybe there was a bad batch because also the – 
the date on the can is two months ago. So I might have just gotten an old patch. It enhances the flavor. Yeah, Much like a condiment would. Right. <laughs> All right. I, you know what? I'll just I'll throw it out there. I don't even think it's going to matter. I don't think it's going to count because it's a variation of the hard-boiled egg. But I'll give you my final answers. There are eight of them, so I at least feel somewhat accomplished. Uh, scrambled, fried, hard-boiled, soft-boiled, poached, omelet, frittata, and deviled. So the ones that I, we, I have on this list are hard-boiled, soft-boiled, scrambled, fried, poached, and omelet. Um, frittata is Italian for fried, so I'm assuming um, <laughs> frittata oh, yep. is, would be in that same category. Um, the ones that you did not get that were on this list were baked. Is over easy on that list? No. Uh, the, just fried. Yeah, the, oh, the, okay. the phrases I have are baked and coddled. So I just don't know about the coddled. That's, what, that's when you really feel really bad for the eggs, so you, you kind of cuddle it in bed for so a while. So I was looking to see if coddled was the same as deviled. It's not, Lee. I've actually heard of coddled. I don't know what it is, but I know it's not deviled, because deviled is basically a hard-boiled egg, and then you scoop out the yolk. Got it. So yeah. it's still hard-boiled as the way it is prepared. Cor- correct. Oh, so coddled eggs are eggs that are gently or lightly cooked in water below boiling temperature. So I have Mike at 160 and Chris with 145. Okay. Um, so hopefully this next question will be in your wheelhouse a little bit more. Um, round nine is sports by region. So Chris, your question is, uh, what are the nine NBA teams who play in the central time zone? I've got seven solid ones, then I'm thinking of two more. So I'll go ahead and name the ones that I have. Yes, that would be helpful. So the Dallas Mavericks are one, the Houston Rockets are one, the Detroit Pistons, Milwaukee Bucks, Chicago Bulls, Indiana Pacers, Oklahoma City Thunder. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, right? I need nine. Okay, so the next question becomes, like, where is that time zone? Um, The only other two that come to mind are going to be, like, the Memphis Grizzlies. I think Memphis is in West Tennessee, so it makes sense. And then Toronto. First off, I don't even know if the Memphis Grizzlies are a thing. I don't even know if they're still called the Grizzlies. They might be something else. Um, There's not basketball in New Orleans anymore because the Jazz moved to Utah. Toronto Raptors, it could be. What else is in that area? St. Louis doesn't have a team. Is Toronto going to be Eastern or Central time zone? That's what's bothering me. I already got Milwaukee. I just thought of another one, the Timberwolves. Um, so no, but the, this is this is my thought. So I'm pretty sure Dallas Mavericks are in, are in the Central. Houston Rockets are going to be in the Central if Dallas is. Detroit Pistons are going to be in the Central. The Milwaukee Bucks are because they're in the same time zone as the Cubs. The Chicago Bulls are. The Indiana Pacers, I would assume, are because Indiana is right next door. Oklahoma City Thunder, if Dallas is in there, oh, the Thunder is in there. Um, and the three that I'm struggling on here is going to be the Toronto Raptors, the Memphis Grizzlies, and the Minnesota Timberwolves. Toronto is throwing me off. No, because Toronto, that's up north of Buffalo, isn't it? Or is that Montreal? Is Toronto up north of Buffalo, or is it east of Detroit? I don't think it matters, because I'm not, I'm not convinced Memphis is still a team. Memphis might have moved. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with my final answer is going to be the Dallas Mavericks, the Houston Rockets, Detroit Pistons, Milwaukee Bucks, Chicago Bulls. That's five. 
the Indiana Pacers, the Oklahoma City Thunder. Is Indiana though? Hold on. It's got to be. Indiana Pacers, Oklahoma City Thunder. That should be seven. And then I'm going to go with the Toronto Raptors and the Minnesota Timberwolves. So, Leah, I, I looked it up if it'll help because I was pretty sure. And Detroit and Indianapolis are both in Eastern time. Are they really? They are. Now i got to look at a map. I had, I had to, too. Yeah, so Oh, I didn't realize Detroit was that far over. Yeah, me either. So that's why when as soon as you said that, I was like, maybe they're not an active team anymore. And then I was like, no, I pulled it up on NBA. Um, so can I? So the Memphis Grizzlies are on that list, then. Yeah, let me list. Well, off let me the... think of who I'm missing. Then okay. hold on, I'm sorry. Okay, so. So I only have you getting four, five, six of the nine. I have my uh, what? How is that possible? If there's only two that I got wrong. Uh, Toronto Raptors, I do not have on my list. Oh, no, they're Eastern as well. Oh, the Pacers aren't on that list either. Indianapolis yeah. is Eastern time zone? Yeah, the, I have. I don't have the Pacers, the Raptors, or the Pistons. Okay, so Memphis would be on that list. Sorry, Sporkle. Oklahoma City's on that list. Like, What else would be on that list? There was one that you said did not have a team, that they actually do have a team. St. Louis? No. Oh, the freaking Pelicans. Yep. New New Orleans Pelicans. Oh, the freaking Pelicans. Yes. Okay. And what's the other one I'm missing? Um, Memphis Grizzlies. Did you say I said them? I said them. Not in part of the answer, yeah. but I... Um, uh, where is one of your uh, locations for work? The freaking Spurs. Yep. The Spurs. So I have you getting six of the that, nine that's right. points, correct? Oh. Chris, if it helps, you still did better than I would have done. Oh. Okay, so Chris picks up 30 points for that round, so that brings you up to 175. Um, Mike, your question um, is going to be, what are the nine teams in the NHL, NBA, and NFL who play in the Mountain Time Zone? So we're looking at Mountain Time Zone. There are nine between the NHL, NBA, and NFL. All right, so right off the bat, I can name the Avalanche, the Nuggets, and the Broncos by virtue of my sister living in Denver, <laughs> and I might actually peek out at that. That is, that's a good one. <laughs> and you just looked uh, at a map. <laughs> all right, let's see. So I got, you know, Colorado is the kind of easy one there. I'm trying to, let's see, draw through the... Mountain region. All the Arizona teams are in Phoenix, which I'm pretty sure is Pacific. Uh, I think Utah might be mountain, so I'll throw in the Jazz. Is there another Utah team besides the Jazz? Uh, the 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 NFL is the only team, the only league that I would I really pay that much attention to anymore. Um, so I'll think about it. Um, not a ton of teams in Wyoming or Montana or the Dakotas. Um, You're not a fan of the Helena Mud Slappers? <laughs> New Mexico doesn't have any teams that I can think of. Texas teams are going to be central because, like, really the only major city in Texas that's mountain range, I think, is El Paso. Unless the central time – actually, the central time zone might do one of those weird things where it wraps around Texas and comes back. This is where This is where it hurts that I don't know NBA and NHL all that well. Oh gosh! I don't, oh, now I'm debating Las Vegas. I don't. Is Las Vegas Mountain Time or is it Pacific? I mean, it's got to be Pacific. 
That's at least one, arguably two, if you're going to count the Raiders' move. Come on, Mott, you've only been staring at electoral maps for the past three months. <laughs> and I'm not even considering Canada, and we did say we did we did talk about the NHL. Okay, right. Uh, I'm very bad with Canadian geography. I apologize to all of my uh, Canadian listenership. <laughs> but I'm going to also throw in the Edmonton Oilers, who I believe still exist, and the Ottawa Senators, who I believe still exist. I'm sorry I haven't really followed the NHL that closely since the 90s. Not Vancouver, obviously. That's Pacific. Kansas City would be Central Time. I'm pretty sure. Mike is back with his cell phone and magically has all the right <laughs> answers. Yep. Uh, so honestly, I, I'm just I'm struggling on this one. So I'm gonna add one more to my list on the off chance. Well, I'll add two more to my list, just on the off chance that this is for the forthcoming season. And uh, Las Vegas happen might happen to be in the mountain region. I don't think it is, but um, and that's going to put me at eight out of nine. I just don't know if I'm going to get it to any more. I really don't follow the NBA or the NHL at all much anymore. So, um, so I just don't know, and I cannot think of another football team. Although there's probably going to be one that's insanely obvious that I'm just not thinking of. But um, so my my list that I have, Leah, is uh, the Avalanche the Nuggets, the Broncos, the Utah Jazz, the Edmonton Oilers, the Ottawa Senators, and the Las Vegas, I think they're called the Golden Knights in uh, NHL. And then uh, on the off chance this counts, the Raiders who just move, who are moving to Las Vegas for the forthcoming football season, should it happen. Okay. So I would have gone, I mean, this is just me. I don't think, I think you're right. I think Las Vegas is Pacific time zone. I don't think it's... Um, Eastern time zone. Yep. In my head, Phoenix is mountain time zone. Mountain. So I had the the Cardinals and the Coyotes and the Suns. Yeah, you 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 very well might be right. That might have been the better uh the better gamble than Las Vegas. Just for some reason I have Phoenix sticking in my head as Pacific. I could be wrong. Okay. You're probably right. So the nine teams that are in the NHL, NBA, and NFL who play in the mountain time zone. Um, from Colorado, you've got the Colorado Avalanche, the Denver Nuggets, and the Denver Broncos. So you got all those. Um, from the good state of Utah, you have the Utah Jazz representing Canada. You got one of them. There were two. Um, one of them was the Edmonton Oilers. So you got that one. Can I, see the, can I guess the other one? Yes. Winnipeg Jets. Nope. No. They are the Calgary Flames. Oh, Calgary. Flames. Yeah. Yeah. Chris, do the Winnipeg Jets still exist? They that was um that's the team I think that moved from they used to be the Atlanta Thrashers I think they moved to Winnipeg. Oh, gotcha. Okay, so that leaves three um, answers that you were also not able to get. And Chris, you're exactly right. Arizona is in the Mountain Time Zone. Nevada is in the Pacific Time Zone. You get the Arizona Coyotes. You get the Phoenix Suns, and you get the Arizona Cardinals. Yep. Okay, so after uh, nine rounds, so going into our final round of trivia, we have Chris with 175 points and Mike with 185 points. Oh, Lord. So it all, it all comes down to this. So I have to get at least two right to have a chance. That's what it boils down to. I think you're going to need more than that. Um, and then if for some reason it's in a tie, I looked up two, I have two tiebreaker questions. Um 
But uh, let's see how it goes. So, Chris, your final round of trivia is in U.S. states. Okay. I, I don't it. know how to feel about this, but go ahead. Okay. <laughs> I, I wish these questions weren't back-to-back, but the chips fell where they did. For U.S. states, your question is, what are the 10 smallest U.S. states by area? Okay, so let's start with the easy ones. The easy ones are going to be Delaware, Rhode Island, Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Hawaii. So the next up on that list to me are going to be like, I'm not the, those those I'm locking in. I'll lock in those five: Delaware, Rhode Island, Connecticut, Massachusetts, Hawaii, Maryland. I'm assuming is on that list somewhere, but I'm not going to lock it in yet. Vermont and New Hampshire, maybe they all have to be east. Nothing west. I wouldn't think nothing west of the Mississippi is going to be that small. So Maryland, Vermont, New Hampshire all make sense. One, two, three, four, five. And then you kind of get to the, the next round of states, which are a little bit bigger, right? It's So it's not going to be Florida. It's not going to be Georgia. Not going to be Virginia. So then you're looking at, like, West Virginia. You're looking at maybe a North Carolina or a South Carolina. I feel like South Carolina is bigger than, smaller than North Carolina. Um, you can go west and go to, like, Tennessee. Alabama, Mississippi, they're very tall. I don't think it's them. I feel like Ohio's going to be bigger. Pennsylvania, no. New York, no. Maine's bigger. Okay, so if I've got Delaware, Rhode Island, Connecticut, Massachusetts, Hawaii, Maryland is six, Vermont and New Hampshire are seven and eight. I just need two more. Okay, what are the next two in my head? What are the next two smallest states? Like they all kind of fit in right there. Like West, I, th- I feel like West Virginia and South Carolina are roughly the same size. No, it's not gonna. It's gonna. It's not gonna be west of the Mississippi, Missouri, Iowa's big, or Nebraska's huge. Arkansas's too big. Kentucky's too big. Yeah. Um. Oh, New Jersey. How did I forget New Jersey? Damn it. All right, so I've got nine. I've got uh, Delaware, Rhode Island, Connecticut, Massachusetts, Hawaii. I want to go ahead and go with Maryland, New Jersey, Vermont, New Hampshire. And I guess I'll go with West Virginia. I, I don't know. I'm having a hard time place that that in, in. It's the state that you never really think about. I can't really place how big or small it is. Actually, no, I feel like it's bigger though. But I've driven I've driven up the East Coast multiple times and South Carolina just seems to go forever. But I'm driving through the fat part of South Carolina. North Carolina's different. Tennessee it's not gonna be Tennessee. Screw it. West Virginia. Calling it done. West Virginia. Chris, for what it's worth, those are the exact ten that I wrote down. Okay, good. Have I kept you in suspense for long enough? Yeah. And you completed that round, so you get your 10 bonus Did points. I get all 10? Yeah. So Holy in, shit. In order from smallest to largest, I actually didn't think you were going to get... <laughs> Legitimately, West Virginia was the only one I wasn't 100% on. Oh, my God. Well done. Um, so in order from smallest to largest oh. of those 10, it goes Rhode Island, Delaware, Connecticut, New Jersey, New Hampshire, Vermont, Massachusetts, Hawaii... Maryland, and then West Virginia. So West Virginia was the largest of the 10 on the list. Right, right. 
Well done, sir. Oh man. Okay, so you know what that means is that your your bonus questions are now a moot point. Because Mike either gets them all right or Yep. If he misses one, I think I win, right? I believe that's correct. Because that, that 10 point bonus. Holy crap, I got all 10. Damn! Yeah, I did not think you were going to get there. Well, well done. And, and like I said, there was the same 10 that I wrote down. So it this could end up being another instance of I chose the wrong group. We'll see. <laughs> okay, Mike. Uh, so for your final question, you have what are the 10 most populous? states in the united states oh that's tough okay i'm gonna write these down too well so again the advantage that i have is i've been staring at electoral maps as soon as you said that earlier i was like oh wait do i need to go back and look and see if this question falls into his category or chris's and i saw that it was yours so i didn't want to say anything because this is tough because after you you knock out you knock out the low-hanging fruit and then and then you get to some of the the tougher ones um 10 most populous states. All right. So, uh, you know, you knock out uh, California, New York, Texas, Florida right away. Uh, Illinois is right up there. I think Illinois is around 20 electoral votes. Pennsylvania. I, I'm, I'm totally doing this by electoral votes. I'm just going to throw that out there completely. Uh, so, okay. Right. I'm, I'm just... I'm going to try and make sure I'm not missing some here. Uh, um, oh, I cannot believe I can't remember how many friggin' electoral votes Virginia has. I want to say they're 13, but now that seems low because I know North Carolina is 15. Is, is North Carolina really more populous than Virginia? I don't know. It might not matter because that's 10. Who am I forgetting? Uh, New Jersey's populous. It's not that populous. And as we've... Just discovered it's small. Uh, all right, let's see. After you knock out California, um, nothing else really west of the Mississippi is pl- is playing other than California and Texas, and nothing else plays. All right, so closest is Arizona. They have 11 electoral votes. That's nah, not going to crack the top 10. Oh, freaking, I cannot believe I almost forgot Ohio. Holy cow. Damn it. Right, so they fit in ahead of Michigan and behind Pennsylvania because they're 18. And now this North Carolina-Virginia divide is really going to drive me nuts because that's right at 10. That, oh, man, that hurts. Uh, and not that this really yeah. matters that much, but this is going off when the last census was taken and it was um, – it followed – it was 2010. Yeah, oh, it was, God. but it was, this, it was all still projected to be the same ones, yeah, for 2020. Which, which which helps because it's like, okay, you know, Nashville, for example, in Tennessee was half the size of what it is now. Because everybody decided to go to Nashville because it's awesome. And consequently, it became less awesome as a result. Uh, I still um, want to go to Nashville. Yeah, me too. Oh, Nashville's awesome. Don't get me wrong, but it's just not as awesome as you say. Wisconsin, Minnesota don't play. Yeah, it really is that North Carolina-Virginia divide. I can't think of another state that fits in between those two. I know North Carolina's 15. I just cannot remember what Virginia is. And if they're both 15, I'm screwed because that's right. That's the divide. <sighs> Man, I just cannot believe North Carolina is more, popula- more populous than Virginia. I hadn't given it much thought, but that's kind of where my brain has taken me. There's probably a state that I'm forgetting. 
and in my eventual presidential run, they'll never vote for me as a result. <laughs> I have one on my list, but I don't think it's. I think I don't think you're forgetting it. I think you're just not recognizing it because it's a stupid guess. It's Alaska. Well, I, I, I think I have at least two written down that I haven't said out loud yet. I don't know why I'm holding those particular cards close to my chest. I just am. Yeah, that's why I didn't give you guys the same questions, so that it's okay if you say them out loud. You're not giving anyone right. Yes. No, ex- exactly. I don't think I've said Michigan or Georgia aloud, but they both have 16 electoral votes, so they're definitely on the list. Well, damn. <laughs> All right, I can't come up with anything better. Sorry. Right, here we go. Okay. Yeah, give them to me again. California, New York, Texas, Florida, Illinois, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Michigan, Georgia, and North Carolina. I can't even look at my wife right now. Okay. For what it's worth, I would have gone Virginia over North Carolina. So your top 10 most populous states, and I believe that these are in order according to uh, my list. These are the ones that are currently, because I think in the 2020 census, they think two of them are going to like flip flop, but they're still all in the top 10 together, Um, is California, Texas, Florida, New York, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Ohio, Georgia, North Carolina, and Michigan. Boom. Mike, Mike dropped. Boom. Damn. Oh, my God. I was so – I actually did not think uh, North Carolina was ahead of Michigan, but – because I hemmed and hawed a lot about North Carolina versus Virginia. Oh, my God. And I think the ones I said they were going to flip-flop were one of the ones – two of them in the middle. Right. Damn. So I believe if it's a ten I, point my victory weird obsessiveness every four years finally paid off. <laughs> oh my god. Well, studying yeah, studying that electoral college definitely helped you out there because I think our final scores are Mike with two hundred and forty five points and Chris with two hundred and thirty five points. Oh my god, Mike, that might be our best game ever. Chris, that was a phenomenal game. I loved that. That was and Leah, I loved the format too. That was a lot of fun. Good. <laughs> Oh stretches stretches a different part of your brain, I think. Oh my yeah. god, I'm in I'm in awe of the fact that we just aced the ten pointers. Like I'm absolutely that's, in that, awe. That's amazing, especially how, how much of an egg that I laid on the niner. It, it goes that you know what it goes it goes back to the fact that I just I the time zones, man. Like forget yeah. the Jacksons, the time zones is what got me. That that cost me the game. Technically, the Mr. Lister question was the difference in the game because I think Chris got four and I got six on that one. So the time zones is is crazy. I mean, I, I don't know why I, in my head for I was like I had Nevada east of, of Arizona. I don't know why. I, I forget how far. I think it's easy to forget how far West California is because of the way it bends. Well, yeah, and when what is that one trivia question? Is is there are six capitals that are west of Los Angeles? Yeah, west of Los Angeles, right. and you're just like, wait, what? How is that possible? Exactly. In yeah, June, but Island. what? It's Carson City, the sixth. Is that right? Yeah. Carson City, Sacramento, right? Uh, Salem, or, uh, Olympia, Sa- Salem, Olympia, and then Honolulu and Juneau. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so your tiebreaker questions, I won't ask you what the questions were, but I was going to have you guys pick between um, space and sports. So which one would you guys have gone with? Let's do the, I want to do the sports one now. Let's do it. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. 
So it was going to be whoever could name the most, and that was going to be the tiebreaker. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm game to try it. At least this way I'll feel better about not getting time zones right if Mike beats me here. Yeah. So this one is um, the sports was going to be uh, FIFA soccer championship winners. So we just go back and forth naming one? Yep. So th- so there's there's I was going to have you guys both see how many you could list. Let's just go back and forth naming them. Okay. Go go for it. All right. Chris, you, yeah, you can start. It doesn't matter to me. Uh, France. Yep. I'll take Brazil. Yep. They're the winners with five. Uruguay. Yep. They have two. France has uh, two. Two also. Uh, I think Spain won, Spain won one a couple years ago. Yep. A couple times ago. Spain has won. I'm assuming the United Kingdom has won one or England. Fun fact. They go by England. Not the I, United Kingdom. Exactly. They go by England, which is part of my confusion. Yes. Earlier. All right. Um. Argentina, I think, in addition to Brazil, has also won one. Yep, they have. Argentina has won two. One in the seventies. Yeah, I, was one gonna, in the 80s. I, I said one, but I thought they won. Yep. Okay, how many is that we've named? You're missing two. Okay, so other soccer-loving countries. Uh, I'll say Germany. Germany is one. It's got four. Okay, my my, uh, I was I had Germany, and the only other one that was popping in my head was Italy. Yep, that's my other one. That's the other one with four. You got all okay. eight. Okay, Great what's job. the next yep. tiebreaker then? Let's yeah, go. Yeah, the next no, one, the, the next one, uh, Mike would definitely I think have one, um, but it was t- way too difficult. So that was going to be my second tiebreaker if we needed it. Um, it is. There have been twelve men who have landed on the moon and walked on the moon. I'm out. Name as many as you can. And I'm, I'm not. I'm actually probably not going to do too much better than you, Chris. Honestly. And I'm watching from the Earth to the Moon miniseries from 1999 right now every night. So that's where I got this question from, because I'm learning a lot watching this miniseries. Neil Armstrong. Yep. Uh, I'll take Buzz Aldrin. Yep. Uh, Alan Shepard. Yep. Those are actually the only three I got from this list. Uh, Tom Stafford. Nope, not on the list. Tom Stafford didn't. Was he? Oh, he was the pilot. Yeah. So yeah, so I also have the list of who orbited the moon. So he was you're, on you're Apollo right, you're 10. Right. He was he was he he orbited. He didn't he didn't actually so walk. So Jim in. Level didn't land. Yep. Um, he was Apollo eight and Apollo thirteen. He yeah, was orbited. Frank, what was it like a Frank from Apollo thirteen? One of the guys on Apollo thirteen, I thought eventually did go back to the moon. You talking about Fred Hayes? It wasn't Fred Hayes. No, did he go? To, did he walk on the moon? I do no. not have him on the list. No, no he, Hayes, he was supposed Hayes, to go. Hayes His mission was got scheduled for the Apollo eighteen launch that never happened. Yep. I think. And Swigert never walked on the moon. And if it helps you, there's two from each Apollo mission, obviously. Yeah, I don't, I don't, that's all I have. Mike, do you have any others? um, uh, John Young? Yep, he's on the list. Nice. Yeah. He was at orbital in Apollo 10 and landed on Apollo 16. Yeah. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah, these were really hard. (laughs) These are Americans, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, these are all Americans. Um, So you don't get anyone from Apollo 12? There was the other person on Apollo 14 with Alan Shepard. Who was that? Um, Edgar Mitchell. The two from Apollo 12 is uh, Pete Conrad. That's the one people Pete know. Pete Conrad, yep. Yeah, yep. that makes sense. And then Alan Bean. Never heard of him. Okay. Um, Apollo 15 was David Scott and James Irwin. Apollo 16 was John Young and Charles Duke. And then, oh, Charlie Duke. Yeah. yeah, then the final one, Apollo 17, was Eugene Cernan and Harrison Schmidt. I forgot Gene Cernan. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mike, a hard-earned victory, my friend. Nicely done. If we had, at least I went down swinging. Like I feel better. Yeah, it's not like I really went close. out with a whimper. I went down swinging. I went, I went out strong. So I'm not going to complain. 
Dude, that was an insanely competitive game, I thought. So, I mean, it it literally came down to me being able to pull that last question out of the nether regions. So if I didn't pull West Virginia out of my ass, like, yeah, exactly. Really, really good game. And and again, like I said, Lee, I loved I thought the format was really interesting. Yeah, I, I had a great time. Yeah, feel free to use that format again. I'm, ga- I'm I like it. It was very difficult. I probably will not use that one, but I am yeah. playing around with some other interesting ideas for other uh, episodes, just to do something different. That's fair. Well, everyone, that has been another episode of the Pub Trivia Experience. Find us on Instagram or Facebook, Pub Trivia Experience, on Twitter at Pub Trivia Pod. Find us online, PubTriviaExperience.com. If you want to be a part of the show, whether you want to host or you want to play. Email us, pubtriviaexperience at gmail.com. For the Pub Trivia Experience, though, I have been Chris. I have been Leah. And I have been Mike. Have a great week, everyone.